This is Full Throttle Racing with Kane on FM Talk 106.5, the most comprehensive racing report on the radio. From the dirt to the dragway, from carts to NASCAR, if it's racing, it's covered. Here's our host, racetrack announcer and race car driver, Kane with a full throttle racing report. And good morning and happy race day, Alabama and Gulf Coast and worldwide. This is Dega, one of the biggest races in the Sprint Cup chase, and we've got a lot to talk about. Listen, Rick Crawford standing by from Mobile International Speedway. Got a huge event coming up next weekend. Remember TW, our friend from the South Alabama Racing Angels? He's going to come on board. He got a huge car show, and they're going to talk about a dirt track that they have purchased and next year will be operating. So that's huge in Kushla. And again, hey, everyone's talking Talladega, so we'll go to Dustin Long with SI.com and Landmark Newspapers. Going to get all the details. We've got uh, stories about Dale Jr., Carl Edwards, Kevin Harvick, Denny Hamlin talking about what they're going to be doing on that draft and how 15 miles an hour difference on the draft of those cars is something else. And Talladega Super Speedway Chairman Grant Lynch is standing by. He's going to give us all the details. If you're kind of torn, maybe you don't want to go, maybe you want to go, Grant's going to tell you what you're going to miss if you don't get up there. And one guy actually hanging out there right now and a good friend of the show and uh, has really been a good friend of racing this year, especially with Mobile International Speedway. We missed him the past couple of weeks. Great to have him back on again. Good morning to Rick Crawford. How are you, my friend? Doing great, Kane. How are you this morning? Oh, man, come on. It's Talladega weekend. There is a spirit in the state of Alabama. Everybody is just pumped. And, and some of our local drivers, are doing great. You know, we just talked off the air. Johanna Long, who has taken about two or three races off, uh, just probably because I imagine sponsorship uh, issues, but now she is going to start the race today, the Coca-Cola 250, on speed, by the way, today at 3 o'clock Central and 8th. And how about Grant, Infing Grant Enfinger starting his number 82, visitgolf.com, Beasley Allen Ford and 18th. These guys are having a pretty good start to Talladega, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. And when you talk full throttle, they are full throttle here at Talladega. So uh, uh, good luck to those uh, nice young men and women. And, uh, heck, I'm up here, Talladega's rooting them on. Uh, Grant asked me a few things yesterday, and me and Joanna talked a little bit yesterday, and uh, got two great teams, and I wish them well today. Yeah, it's going to be a good race. Now, let me ask you something. We haven't talked since, um, obviously, Sunday and Dan Weldon's accident. You know, NASCAR, uh, Tony Stewart was quoted as saying, you know what, racing is racing. It's always dangerous. It's not the cars. It's the drivers and stuff happens. Uh, I want to hear your point of view as far as, uh, you know, from the trucks, the safety of them. Uh, you know, a lot of people, especially after this weekend, as we're moving into Talladega, uh, are a little bit nervous about this race because the speeds are hitting as well. Can you explain, or do you feel that these trucks are just as safe going at 180, 190 miles an hour? Uh, I mean, these are they, they're. I mean, NASCAR's done a great job. There's nothing. I mean, if you're going to strap into the car, essentially, Rick, you got to know what you're playing with. It's just one of those things, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, as a race car driver, I felt safe the first time I crawled into one. Mm -hmm. Um, this is what I want to do. This is, this is, um, this was the career, I, career path I chose. Mm -hmm. Um, was the car very safe back in the early 80s? Probably not. 
but I felt safe as a race car driver because this is what I wanted to do. I felt confident. I felt I felt assured. I felt insurance when I got in the race car that I could go in there and I could do my job and I could compete and have a good time. Mm-hmm. At the same time, look at the evolution that racing has had in the last 25, 30 years. Trucks, cars, absolutely safe. Yeah. Absolutely safe. Now, let me tell you. I watched that incident that wrecked in uh, Vegas this week with the IRLs. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, my thoughts and prayers go out with Dan Weldon's family. That was the most horrific wreck I've seen in many, many years. Yeah. Cars flying through the air, cars uh, torn all up. Really and truly, I hate to say it, folks, there should have been four or five drivers killed in that particular accident. You know, we got away with we got away with one, and you hate to say it that way, but I think those guys are safe. I think those guys are safe. Maybe a couple of adjustments to safety on those particular vehicles, but Tony Stewart's right. Mm-hmm. It's it's not the not the cars. It's probably not the speed. Sure, not the spotters. I've heard mm-hmm. all week and and about spotters being. Let me tell you. Spotters ought to be given 25% of the driver's salary because they drive most of the race anyway. <laughs> and, it's, and it's like, that's, that's exactly the way I feel. And I always always had to have a good spotter. I, I had Greg Bipple's spotter for many, many years. I used Bob at our shop at, mm-hmm. to spot for me because I could trust those guys and they could they knew what I was thinking on the racetrack and the spotters are very important. Those IndyCar guys have really good spotters. Mm-hmm. At 225 miles an hour when something happens, what's the spotter going to do? He hadn't got time to key the microphone. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden something's happened, something's gone wrong. And so it's not the spotter's fault. Get off of that one. Yeah. It's the drivers, it's the cars, and all of a sudden you get to the bottom line, it was an accident. That's and exactly that, right. it was a horrific accident, and that's just the way I explain it. Well, you know, one one people uh, I've heard some people say, well, you know, even if Dan Weldon he saw that accident, if he would have lifted, he had another car on his tail at two hundred twenty five dollars. I mean, t- I'm sorry, two hundred twenty five miles an hour. There's absolutely nothing he could have done in that event differently. Do you see that, Rick? Yeah, it, it was. Uh, but but you also seen other cars take good airborne and things like yeah. not necessarily him. I don't think it was the airborne. I don't think it was hitting the racetrack. I think it was actually getting caught up in the catch fence. Mm-hmm. Might have might have had, you know, the big issue with that particular incident. But still, in all, I mean, um, you know, it's I've, I've been in wrecks at a hundred miles an hour, and I've been in wrecks at two hundred miles an hour, and you get caught up in it. And then you get caught up in it so fast that it's like it wasn't my fault. I didn't start it, yeah. but I'm in it. Mm-hmm. And and there was nothing you could do about it, and you feel helpless about that. And I and I honestly seen when I when I watched that race on uh, uh, the IRL series from Vegas that I seen a lot of race car drivers helpless. Yeah. They, they they didn't have a clue that it was over. Hope, hoped everything was okay. They were they were still breathing when it was over, and um, a lot of tour carnage. It, it was a mess. It was a mess. It was a horrific accident. Reminded me of years ago at Indy when they used to wreck on the first lap. Yeah. But remember, folks, back on the first lap at Indy, they probably wasn't running 125, 150 miles an hour. Yeah. The other day they were running 225. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I wanted to get your perspective on that. I know a lot of our listeners would want to hear, especially uh, with all the racing you've done on the top leader level on the NASCAR side. So we we appreciate that. Well, let's shift gears uh, and take it back down to the local level and uh, the regional level with Mobile International Speedway. Again, uh, you know, and I've praised you all year long. think you've done a great job. And, and you're not done yet. you got one huge show next weekend. Man, you, you're pulling out all the fireworks, man. Tell us about it. Well, October 29th, Saturday, next Saturday night, we got uh, the Halloween Bash, Mobile National Speedway. The finale is Pitts and Sons Towing Recovery Demolition Derby, $1,500 for the winner. Uh, we got trick or treating starting at 7 Let's go let's back up a little bit. We'll yep. put it in reverse. We'll back up gates. Pit gates open at 3. Practice starts at 4 30. Uh, trick or treat starts at 7 30. Racing starts promptly at 8 o'clock. We've got the Island 2 Motors uh, Bombers. We've got the Bob Speed Shop Sportsman, the uh, two-wheel warriors. The motorcycles are on hand for another spectacular show. We've got a costume contest for the kids. The kids enter the Speedway this weekend absolutely free. Awesome. And we're not going without special guests this weekend, and that just could haunt the whole night. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to that, and we're going to have some fun at Mobile National Speedway. Saturday night. You're still not going to tell us who it is. I tried to get that out of you the other week, man. Oh, okay. Well, we'll have just find out Saturday uh, next week. It's going to be good. Now, you know, we've talked also a lot of a lot of teams are building cars. We're building uh, open wheel modified from the ground up, and I'm learning. Right learning when you're doing this i mean from the frame all the way up it costs a little money thank god for sponsors for sure but we're doing it right uh we've got dave mater uh putting it together and stuff and can you explain what you have seen on the growth this year from last year i know you weren't there at mobile but it seems since you've taken over the track that there are more people putting more money back into cars some people who might have thought well you know we're just about done driving and racing out here at mobile have changed their tune since you've come over because they've seen that you're doing you're not just handing out trophies you're, you're doing more you're getting more involved you're getting more uh, community events i mean you look at the arca race which by the way tickets on sale november 1st uh but uh you know what you've done have you seen more people trying to get back into the racing even in this style of, of uh the, the lower class racing as i call it and also uh, with finances the way they are well absolutely uh, i've seen a, a upswing in in um let me just put it this way. I've seen an upswing in energy mm-hmm. at Mobile mm-hmm. National Speedway. I'm proud of all the competitors for putting on a great show this year, and uh, and I see that continuing. I see I see people moving up to different levels. I see yeah. people getting out different kind of cars like you, going from bomber to an open-wheel modified mm-hmm. and uh, things like that. And I, I still see a couple of your bombers still hanging around the speedway, <laughs> which that's great. I see a lot of support coming on. From the uh, competitor side of it, and, and I and I see a lot of positive energy going, and that's what makes me tick. Yeah. What also makes me tick is is to see fans come into the grandstands and, and walk up to you after a Saturday night, going, "Hey, if the show ended at intermission, we still seen a great race. We see, still seen a great show tonight. We we seen a great show tonight without the late models. We seen a great show tonight." Uh, without what special feature you've done mm-hmm. for us and all that. But we still added more time, more show to the show. And 
I, I just still see people getting satisfied for the dollar they're spending. Yeah. And so what I want to see is I'm pulling out all resources mm-hmm. that I've learned through the years for competitors, and I see them pulling out oh, yeah. even more money for, for their racing and all that because they see the resources that I'm bringing down there. It's just like I'm talking to, to Dan Vanderley yesterday, mm-hmm. and he's tra- thinking about having a plan for DJ going going up the ladder, but he wants to run for another track championship <laughs> next year at Mobile National Speedway. Good. And, uh, and I think if you, you put all this together just like I have in my career, and I'm, I'm talking to Dan, I'm going, well, Dan, how old is DJ? And he's like, he's not but 19. Oh, well, we still got plenty of time oh, yeah. here. And, uh, you know, I think the next step for for DJ is the ARCA race coming up, if mm-hmm. he can get a ride for that. And I also see him after winning another track championship at Mobile Legends Speedway. You know, it might be time to follow Grant Enfinger or mm-hmm. Joanna Long up to that truck series. Yeah. And and uh, because if, if Grant Enfinger don't hurry up, he's going to be as old as me. And so uh, <laughs> maybe he might be just a mainstay in the truck series. But I'm telling you, that was a great great career for me. Yeah. And uh, I feel feel proud about passing the torch to those guys. Well, that's a good way to say it, and I appreciate that. How about Grant with that uh, the NASCAR ride? Seneca Sports, about maybe seven and a half, eight weeks old now, and uh, now looking at uh, possibly, uh, we had him on a show last weekend, uh, they would love to shoot for Phoenix for a first start, but more than likely going to do a first start in uh, Miami for the last race of the season. But Grant and Cup, that just makes you feel proud, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. Uh I wish them the best over there. Uh, I know what they're up against. They're um, a single car operation, um, making an announcement. Mm -hmm. Uh, You don't you don't see a big splash or anything like that. And Mm -hmm. they're they're looking for for resources. They're they're looking for um, sponsorship and things like that. So if you'd like to see Grant Run Cup, uh, this team really you know needs the help. And, um, you know, I just wish it would come to fruition, but, you know, um, there's a, there's always a chance there that, you know, when teams come in and make announcements like this and all that, I want them to prove me wrong. Yes. Because I know how hard it is to compete not only on the cup level, but any level in NASCAR. It's very hard to put a team together. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I just, I just seal a few holes in their armor. And uh, they need to tighten up those holes and give Grant the opportunity to hey, go run solid in a cup race or run a solid few races and get his feet wet in that uh, because they are a single-car operation and they, they're going to need some help. Well, Rick, we appreciate you coming on board. you got a lot of racing to uh, take in for sure. But uh, next weekend, it's going to be real special again at your track, Mobile International Speedway. Go on to mobilespeedway.net. has all the listings of everything going on. And, again, get your trick-or-treat. Uh, what are you going to dress up as, race car driver? Uh, no, no, I'm I'm trying to be a promoter. <laughs> <laughs> I think you look good in that pink panther outfit I've been seeing out in the stands. Hey, how about that? I think I'm a little tall. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Panther. It probably look like a pink giraffe. <laughs> that's awesome. But anyway, no, we're going to have some fun out there at the racetrack, and I think if, if people come out, even my special guest would probably surprise everybody that's going to be entering the speedway this weekend. But at the same time, I mean, we got... 
motorcycles, bombers, sportsmen, yeah. uh, the demolition derby, and I hear it's going to be big, the demolition derby. Oh, yeah. I know one of the teams that was there last year had had five or six cars this year. I know they're going to have seven or eight, Whew. I mean, um, for the finale. And so Pitts and Sons towing in recovery, I can't thank those guys enough. They stepped yeah. up to the plate again mm-hmm. for our final, final demolition derby and uh, really looking forward to having a wild time and uh, a haunted weekend of racing at Mogan Astro Speedway. It will be spooky. <laughs> there, I think we got them all in. Hey, <laughs> Rick. That's a great word yeah. to use for. Yeah, there you go. Well, Rick, we appreciate you coming on board. Have fun up there at Dega, and we will definitely talk to you next weekend, my friend. Hey, thanks, Kane. Enjoyed your show, buddy. Thanks. All right, thanks a lot. That's Rick Crawford up live from Mobile International Speedway. You know, this week I want to uh, quickly play play a story. Uh, WKRG Channel 5, a CBS affiliate down here in Mobile, Alabama, did a story, especially after the Dan Weldon accident. Uh, and, you know, August 6th I was involved in a pretty serious accident out at Rick's track at Mobile International Speedway. You can see the video on my Facebook if you go to Full Throttle Racing with Kane, and it's on there. But I want to play the audio from it because it was such a good good story uh just kind of tell us a little bit about what we've been going through august 6th under the lights of mobile international speedway Derek long known to fans as kane was just two laps into a 15 lap race when he realized he was in trouble I knew we were two wide, but I didn't know we were three wide. And the guy who drove uh, the yellow 98 car got underneath and clipped the front end of my my uh, co-team driver, and he turned right into me. And at that time, I just uh, it just it snapped me right, and I knew, oh gosh, here comes a wall. The yellow 98 car keeps going. Kane's teammate in blue spins out, and Kane, at 75 miles per hour, crashes into the corner of the concrete wall. Inside his race car, a camera captures the impact. I remember when I hit, I was, I had the wheel turned all the way, and when I hit, I didn't let go of the wheel. You're supposed to let go of the wheel, and you're supposed to relax. Kane remembers the panic he felt seconds before that crash, and the pain immediately after. My chest and my knees. Inside his car, you can hear his agony. Oh, my God. Someone needs to tell my wife I'm okay, but I'm not. Emergency crews rushed to his side, sawing off the top of his car to get him out. When you got out of that car that night, did you think you'd walk again? No, I was in a wheelchair for, um, gosh, uh, two weeks. Three months later, Kane continues to heal. He walks with a limp and endures grueling physical therapy each week. But every time he sees this video, he realizes how lucky he is to be alive and how thankful he is for first responders. You know, you look at uh, the IndyCar wreck yesterday and how quickly these guys got there. It doesn't matter if you're the small track or the big track. These guys are all volunteers and they're doing it to keep us, the racers, safe. 
you know, that's the big thing. I, I want to thank again Channel 5 for doing the video. They did a great job. Check it out at Full Throttle Race McCain on FM Talk 106.5. I thank all the first responders. Another reason why I am a member of United States Fire Department Racing, and we salute every one of those guys, and uh, we're very appreciative because you guys helped save my life, and that means a lot to me and my wife. <laughs> I guarantee it. I don't know about the kids, but anyway, hey, coming up more racing, you betcha. There's a special something going on today. You might see some local race cars. You betcha. Hang on. South Alabama Racing Angels. TW is standing by about a car show and a new dirt track coming in the Mobile area. Hang on. It's Full Throttle Racing with Kane on FM Talk 106.5. Welcome back to the show. It's Full Throttle Racing with Kane. FM Talk, 106.5, not even halfway done. we got a lot of guests still. SI.com's Dustin Long, Grant Lynch from Talladega Motor Speedway, the chairman of the track. Going to tell us about what's going on up there. Hello, it's race week in Adega. Big event. Now, if you can't make it to Dega, you still want to kind of experience some race cars and what it's all about. Well, I tell you what, this next guy is going to be able to help you. Big friend of the show. He's been in the dirt racing world for a long time. And now, how about it? The South Alabama Racing Angels actually have a dirt track that they're putting together. We'll be ready to race about a 3 8 mile. I'm not going to tell you any more about it. We're going to bring on TW. Good morning, my friend. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Hey, welcome back to the show. It's been a while, man. We appreciate everything you've done uh, with us. And, you know, first of all, South Alabama Racing Angels has got a big event going on today. Let's talk a little bit about that. You guys are going to be in Sims, a huge car show. We're doing a bone marrow. Uh, will you, you explain, what is it today? It's a free bone marrow testing uh, at Harmony Corners, uh, 3958 Snow Road. Um, today from 10 to 2, we have uh, cars, not only cars, lawnmowers, um, dragsters, boats. We invite anybody to come out with their car, um, plastic cars, whatever, come out. And uh, we have a car show over there. And then we're, uh, we're, we have a challenge all the way until the uh, 16th of December to raise over 400 toys. Um, so you and I and other members mm -hmm. of South Alabama Racing Angels can take them to the children that that don't have possibly have a family or or we want to en enlighten their Christmas uh, spirit a little bit. So and and we uh, Santa Claus has, has come on board and he's going to go with us to. Uh, CRS and take the toys to the children. Well, that's going to be fun, and I can tell you already. I want to thank Mobile Metro Glass. Uh, the um, uh, Connor O'Cresic is a great little driver. They're actually at the uh, the uh, championship right now for uh, carts, and uh, he's going to make it up to the next level. Uh, I mean, they're looking at getting him a faster car, and he's already won several national championships. But his dad um, is uh, owner of Metro Glass, sponsor on uh, Hurricane Motorsports, but also has come on board and uh, is going to give us a, a good amount of uh, toys for these kids so i just wanted to give them props and by the way if you want to help hurricane motorsports and uh myself kane and all the drivers go to cooper tires on highway 90 uh, right across the street from mobile lumber that's one of the places where you can drop off uh, the toys and we appreciate it and who knows maybe we'll get you to run uh, one of our race cars down highway 90 <laughs> there's uh there's other actually two other locations yes uh, Siggy's for less uh it's a tobacco shop in fairland a new one that just opened and uh, there's one on uh, Airport Boulevard. So stop in there and, and uh, drop off some toys uh, for the children, and I know they'll be really excited to uh, to see uh, and, and you know 
Show your support for South Alabama Racing Angels. Yeah, and you can find them on Facebook. The car show, the inflatables, the blood drive, bone marrow registration, sidewalk sales. Uh, perfect weather along the Gulf Coast. So if you're not going to Dega, you can still get that racing experience. Yeah. Now let's let's switch gears to this little dirt track. I can't call it little because it used to be a kart track in Kushla. Some people might know it, but uh, tell the story on how we have now got a racetrack to run. Well, you know, it was it was interesting. Uh, you said it was a go-kart track. It was a go-kart track, and then people said, well, why can't you make it into a, a regular dirt track? And mm-hmm. we uh, we told it for, for several months and said, oh, no, it's not possible. It's mm-hmm. not possible. It's not possible. We can't do it. This is too small. Mm-hmm. Visiting with some drivers, there's another racetrack uh, locally that is actually – um, smaller than the one we got mm-hmm. right now in existence. Uh, it's a it's a little um, if you want to call sunny south a bull ring. It's our, it's our little dirt bull ring, um, but it's not going to be a bull ring much longer. Mm-hmm. Um, we have extensively tore out trees and and mm-hmm. moved dirt, and we're going to start doing more of that um, here in the next uh, few weeks. And in February, yes, actually February, we'll be racing that. Uh, wow. Angels Motorsports Park. Now, what's the website? Angels Motorsports Park. What's the website? Uh, www.angelsmotorsportspark.com. Now, you've already got photos up of the track. Now, I'm going to warn the drivers, if you look at it right now, there's a lot of work to do, but you guys are already digging in because you can see that there's weeds growing up, but you can see the vision. You can see what's happening. And uh, this organization is so incredible. And, again, I hate to call it, it's more of a ministry than what we do. So I'm really excited the fact that now South Alabama Racing Angels brings another dirt track to the area now there's going to be a couple because you know that 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 style of racing has been very hard to keep the tracks open it is it is you know but the 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 name brings it all to to fruition you know Mm -hmm. it's not a it's not a one um style racetrack it's a motorsports park we're Mm -hmm. bringing in um two days of racing not one so two days of racing a friday night will be uh will be cars and the Saturday night will be our friends from uh, the lawnmowers uh, will be coming into action so we'll, we'll have two nights of racing at Angels Motorsports Park you know um, some new classes that that um, may have been around that run on a special uh, you know basis around here and, and that are going to come full-time at Angels Motorsports Park you know, and we're trying to keep a, keep it family oriented. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a track mascot. You can go on and vote for that. Um, I think right now, Sparky the Spark Plug is in the lead to <laughs> to, cool. to win. You know, and and we're actually going to have a, a a Spark Plug out there that's sponsored by a uh, national uh, company. So that mm-hmm. we're really excited about that. And you know, again, uh, you know, the B mods bombers. Uh, many sprints will be on action full-time wow. next year. Um, and then the, on Saturday Night Lawnmowers, go-karts and motorcycles. Yes, motorcycles Ooh. every week at Angels Motorsports Park. Yeah, we've got a couple of champ carts we're building. Of course, we're building Open Wheel Modified, too. So that that, that, that sponsorship money is getting spread out, but we're definitely going to probably bring some of those carts over there and race, too. But, uh, well, we appreciate you coming on board this morning. We've still got to do uh, shift gears and head to Talladega, but I wanted to let the folks know that South Alabama Racing Angels still around, a huge organization down here. And real quick before we go, talk about how we've teamed up with Grand Infinger. Yeah, Grant Infinger is just a fabulous man. He's come on board, and Seneca Motorsports 
all of them would come on board, and we're gonna we're going to raise money for South Alabama Racing Angels. And you know, it's a nonprofit organization. We give all our money back to the local families and children that are in need. Um, and and we're gonna raise money, and hopefully here soon you'll see South Alabama Racing Angels on a NASCAR Cup actual car racing around a, a track. Isn't that so cool? That is really cool. We might cool. have our own display car out here. We're excited to team up with NASCAR and Grand Infinger. Well, we appreciate you coming on board, TW, heading now out to Talladega. We're going to talk with uh, actually the other Grant, Grant Lynch. He's the chairman, and also we've got SI.com's Dustin Long standing by. We'll see you. Good luck today with the car show out in Sims. Hey, take care. Hey, welcome back to the show. It's Full Throttle Racing with Kane on FM Talk 106.5. Thanks for Rick Crawford coming on by earlier this morning. He's up there and uh, rooting on Grant Enfinger. And, of course, Johanna Long, some local drivers, going to start that race today. The Coca-Cola 250 powered by Fred's on speed. That's going to be at 3 o'clock. But you know what? It's only 8.30 right now along the Gulf Coast. I know you've got plenty of time to drive up to Talladega. You've got plenty of time to get in there, experience everything they've got. They've got a concert tonight, and there's only one guy, you know, that can probably just kind of give you everything that's all Talladega, and that is Talladega Super Speedway Chairman Grant Lynch, one of the busiest guys at the track, I guarantee you this morning. Hey, Grant, thanks for taking time to coming on board this morning. Well, Derek, I'm glad to be with you. You know, it's a beautiful morning up here in Talladega, and it's going to be that way for the heck for the next whole week. I just I looked at the weather forecast this morning, and you're right. If anybody ever wants to come see the most competitive racetrack on the planet, they need to pack up a tent a camper or whatever, a grill and a cooler, and come on up. We have free camping. Yep. All you got to do is just pull in and pop, park, park your spot and go. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> well, that's right. And, you know, we have uh, the Allison Grandstand on the Super Stretch. Two-day ticket is uh, $49 back there. And on the front stretch, we have $45 tickets on the front stretch. And kids 12 and under are free at Allison both wow. today and tomorrow. See, that's incredible. So you've done, you know, in, in, in the past three or four years, it's been a struggle for a lot of racetracks to, to continue to bring these fans back in. you got to make it more of a show. You know, Rick Crawford says the same thing about down here at Mobile International Speedway. you got to get more bang for the buck. I don't know how much more bang you can put in your buck at Talladega. You've got, uh, of course, the infield. Uh, there's so much fun if you've ever wanted to go down there in the evening. A huge concert tonight. Who's playing tonight? Brantley Gilbert's playing tonight, and all you need is a Sunday ticket, and the concert is free. So that's another added value, like you're talking about for our race fans. And the times are real tough in the Southeast and all across America, and you know our our sales are impacted by that. But the one thing, only thing we can do is do all we can to take care of the folks that are still coming to see us in the best way possible, and that's why you see the added things like the concert and other things we do here at Talladega. Have you seen a lot of good Halloween? Uh, you know, I, I remember last last Halloween, last fall, we went up there. I saw Darth Vader. I saw Stormtroopers. I saw Smurfs. I mean, people dressing up. Have you seen any of the crazy outfits yet? Well, they're here. I mean, somebody <laughs> asked me, said, well, I guess you can't do Halladega since we're not going to be on Halloween. I oh. said, 
Heck, we can do Halladega in May. If we want to. You <laughs> That's know, right, because they'll dress up. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they'll be dressed up regardless of when it is. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we've already seen them, and they're going to be going tonight. You know, in a minute, I've got some audio I'm going to play after our interview with Dale Jr., Carl Edwards, Kevin Harvick, and uh, Denny Hamlin from yesterday talking about the tandem mania is what they call it, and how, you know, two cars can go 15 miles an hour faster there's been some rule changes to the cars and you guys have added something very exciting to the race that could be a lot of extra money to a driver can you explain what you've done sure uh what we thought was since we've had 88 lead changes <laughs> basically the last three races we had 87 one time that's only 12 lead changes away from 100 which would be an astronomical amount of lead changes for a, a race that's only 188 last long <laughs> yeah but it's in reach so we said, let's do a little bit added bonus for the drivers. So we said, guys, get out there, mix it up, race hard, change the lead. If you can hit 100 lead changes, the guy who's the most responsible for the most lead changes is going to get the $100,000. An extra check, $100,000. That's not NASCAR. That's Talladega doing that. That is amazing. Let me ask you, what had been, you know, after Sunday's wreck with Dan Weldon, there's been kind of a, a dark cloud over racing this week, and now you come to one of the racetracks that are well-known for the big one, as they call it. Has there been a sense of, um, I don't know, nervousness more than usual, especially with the changes and now adding up the extra pressure of an extra $100,000? Are these drivers a little nervous? I mean, these guys are pros. This is what they sign up to do, and this is what they want to do. But what what kind of talk in the uh, in the garage or, or some of the uh, areas have you heard? Well, I'll tell you exactly right. And for, first and foremost, our thoughts and prayers go out to Dan Weldon's yeah. family and all the Indy Racing League teams around him and the, and the organization over there. But in in some ways, it reminds us that what we do has a, a an element of risk to it. Yes, and it's for the drivers and. Even spectators, you know, we, we safety is something we never stop doing, mm -hmm. but we never complete that process either. We're always learning, and we learn from other things. So in some ways, as I've listened to the drivers this week, mm -hmm. it's kind of reset in their minds just what they do. Yeah. You know, and I think, you know, uh, Kevin Harvick probably, you know, said it best, you know, yesterday when he was in the media center. He said, you know, this is Talladega. We've been coming here twice a year. Since 1969, I, I was born to race, and I'm going to race tomorrow. And that's yeah. what they have to kind of do. Yeah, they got to take it that way. And, 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 you know, the thing is, is I think the media has done a good job uh, respecting the family of Dan Weldon uh, this week, which is great. They've, they've you know, they've they've covered it, but not, not overextensively. And, 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 again, moving into that, it's always tough moving after an accident like that, such a horrific accident, into that next racing weekend, whether you're not racing in IndyCars or just that next thing. And, and all the fans are going to keep a special eye. I think you're going to have a lot of extra fans watching on TV tomorrow, uh, today on Speed, and even uh, more. More fans coming to the track just to see what it's all about. Again, when you get there today, you've got qualifying starting about 11.15. Again, 3 o'clock on speed if you can't make it for the truck race. And, uh, man, we've got a good setup of trucks, and these guys are going fast, too. Oh, it's it was, uh, and some of the, the folks from right down there yeah. are doing very, very well, so we're excited about that. And my namesake, Grant's going to be doing well, <laughs> and then jo Johanna and everything, so... 
that's exciting for us to have uh, some hometown Alabamians, you know, running real well. Well, when we come up to the track tomorrow morning, right beforehand, and, you know, there's always a, a just a, an amazing spirit, right in front of the grandstand, you have an area out there that has so much action and activity. Explain what that is in the next minute or so. Yeah, that's our horsepower park where you're going to find all of the displays of the sponsors that follow the series, as well as the driver's team haulers where they sell all the driver uh, merchandise there's a kid zone out there mm-hmm. and so it's it's a great opportunity for folks i mean you think about it you know mobile's only about four and a half hours from talladega you can make you, it before you, yeah i mean yeah, before the race starts. get up early come on up you know if the great thing to do you know a race goes off at one if you time it so you can get here about twelve thirty, <laughs> the roads will be empty you can drive straight in buy a ticket and go come see the race and that's what it's all about grant i know you are super busy so i'll let you go but i just want to again thank you so much for taking the time to again tell us about talladega we love working with you guys we'll continue to do it until until this show's no longer on the air but grant you get some rest when you can okay brother <laughs> i'll try to thanks for having me on oh absolutely thanks again and that's grant lynch again he is uh, pretty much the main guy the chairman up there at uh, the super speedway so talladega they're all talking about it right now we've got some audio from dale jr we hear from carl edwards kevin harvick and denny hamlin about some of the changes and uh, what these cars are doing up there on the road i think that there's a lot of different variables that created the uh, tandem racing it was kind of the perfect storm if you will you know it's like synchronized I don't know that anything about synchronized swimming, but I'd, I'd say if, if we had the cars, the new COT, and how the bumpers line up perfectly, how flat both ends of the car is, uh, so you're able to push people without picking them up off the ground or doing anything too crazy. Also, I've, I've learned a little bit more about the dynamic of the two cars racing two other cars. You know, there's a lot that goes into that. Um, but it's it just it's a it is an odd thing. It's weird. I don't put. I mean, I'm not saying that this is the greatest thing in the world or anything. It's just it is a it's a strange position to be in to race like this. But but it is different and and uh, and it's it's surely interesting. You know, there's a lot of smart people in the garage that that can't figure out why that we have two cars that are connected that run faster than a whole pack. And and I wish you know we could all figure it out, but we don't really know why that is. Um, it used to be you had to have you know just a really fast car to push, and now everyone can can do it. So it's um, the le- the playing field is a lot more level now than what it used to be, as far as that's concerned. But um, the guy in the back is just such a such disadvantage because he can't see anything. Um, that uh, you know, you really rely on the trust of the guy in front of you that he's going to guide you in the right direction. And that doesn't always happen. That's Denny Hamblin talking there. So what's going to happen today? Well, and tomorrow we'll find out more. SI.com's Dustin Long with Landmark Newspapers already up at the track. We'll find out what he's got set up and ready to go. Coming up next, it's Full Throttle Racing with Kane on FM Talk 106.5. Thanks to Ed. Hey, welcome back to the show. It's Full Throttle Racing with Kane on FM Talk 106.5. It's Dega Baby. That's what it's all about. Again, thanks to Rick Crawford coming on board. TW with the South Alabama Racing Angels. How about our very own Grant Enfinger on the show last week? Number 82, visitgolf.com. Beasley Allen Ford starting 18th. And how about JoJo? Johanna Long starting 8th. She was on top of the pole for a while. They took a couple of those uh, a couple of those races off and uh, back to where they need to be. And again, that race, the truck race starts today. The Coca-Cola 250 powered by Fred's at Talladega at 3 o'clock Central on speed. And yes, you still have time to get up there. One of the guys driving to the track now again always uh, just an honor to have them on si.coms and landmark newspapers dustin long dustin good morning how are you my friend 
Hey, doing well. How's it going? Uh, really good. This is one of those, you know, we were talking with Grant Lynch and even Rick, and they kind of gave us gave us their, you know, their 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 viewpoint of what happened last Sunday. We're talking about the Dan Weldon accident, and uh, you know, I think what Grant said was great is what Kevin Harvick said. So, you know, I grew up driving. I want to drive. We've been coming to Talladega since 60-something twice a year. This is what I want to do. Are you seeing in the pits after uh, the accident Sunday, I mean, what are the what are the drivers saying about that? And they're coming to the track that's known for the big one. So how are they responding? Or is it out of their mind they understand they got a job to do? Well, I mean, you know, they understand they've got a job to do, and, and you know, they understand the, the inherent uh, risk in racing. Certainly what happened last week was, was, was tragic and horrible, and, and uh, certainly your heart goes out to the Walden community and the family and the, and the, and the racing community and the IndyCar series over there. Um, you know, Tony Stewart talked yesterday about the dangers of racing, so look, racing dangerous and you know things are safer than what they were but uh you know there's still that risk and that's that's a choice that that these guys made i mean you know uh you know tony tells a story he's told it many times before that you know um when he was, you know, at one point he was working at some, like a fast food restaurant making five bucks an hour and then raced in a, uh, um, I don't know, a sprint car, midget car race and won and won like, you know, uh, $5,000 and then figured out how many hours it would take for him at the fast food restaurant to earn that much money. But, hey, you know what, I'm going to go racing. So, uh, you know, certainly there are the risks and the rewards, um, you know, for some people, the risks are too high. They don't do it, and that's fine. For others, you know, certainly the safety in the sport, uh, you know, has has come a far, along a far way. Um, uh, you know, since Dale Earnhardt's death, uh, you know, 10 years ago, still there's a lot more that can be done. And, um, you know, it's, it's a never-ending thing. So um, you hope that they find, you know, keep finding things out to prevent, you know, guys getting hurt or, or worse, uh, but there may, you know, their likelihood will come the day when, you know, something like that could happen over here at NASCAR again, even with all the safety features. Yeah, well, you know, the thing is, is uh, if you're going to race, uh, the, uh, a good friend of mine said it's the game we play, and that's that's what it is, and you have to accept those risks, uh, y- whether you strap in at your local track or all the way up on the national level. You know, some things that happened uh, just yesterday as we're getting ready. Qualifying starts at 11.15 today on speed. You can watch it if you're not already driving up to the track, free camping, like uh, Grant said earlier. Uh, Kyle Busch was out there, blew a right front tire, and it went to his backup car. So he'll gonna, he's, he hasn't had any laps in that car, has he? The first laps he'll take will be qualifying that car. No, he did get out. Oh, so he did? I did a practice yesterday. Okay. So he did get out. And, and since it happened, since he's going to a backup before qualifying, he doesn't have to start at the rear. Um, so that was a fortunate, you know, situation. Obviously, last week he had to start at the rear of Charlotte after an engine change after it already qualified. So uh, it's certainly been a tough couple of weeks for Kyle. Um, so oh. We'll see what happens. Uh, <laughs> come Sunday. Well, you know, uh, Sunday it's going to be something because uh, they're running in pairs again, and that's that's you know one of the complaints we've heard about the spring races. Yeah, you know, you got uh, packs of cars, but two packs of cars here. You got six six two packs here, three two packs here. Is it going to be the same? Have they made the changes to where 
it's just going to be two-pack racing again? Or are we going to see the bigger packs we used to three or four years ago? Uh, they spent all day yesterday practicing in tandem, you know, <laughs> right. two-pack yeah. drifts. So, I mean, you'll probably see, I mean, they'll, they'll all pair up. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that being said, there may be a pack of, you know, a group of cars that are paired up, and they're all kind of running together. But it's not going to be, for the most part, you're not going to see the, the moving parking lot that you've mm-hmm. seen at this place <laughs> in the past. It's going to be more like what you've seen in the two-car tandems and, uh, you know, uh, that's just the way it's going to be. I mean, certainly NASCAR's looking at some changes to try to get away from that uh, maybe for next year. And uh, we'll see if that takes place. I think NASCAR seems to indicate that they want to, uh, that they, they want to uh, you know, get away from that. Mm-hmm. Well, I know the fans aren't, aren't 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 hugely thrilled about that style of racing, but I guarantee you, Talladega with ten laps to go, you're, it, there's not going to be anyone sitting down. I mean, that's that's the way it's supposed to be. I want to shift gears real quick about Jimmy Johnson. Now he still feels like this is going to be a race for him. It's a do or die race for him. Is he technically out of the running for this championship for six in a row? No. I mean, uh, you know, let's see what happens here. I mean, everybody wanted to write him off. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of people wanted to write him off after he was 10th in points after two races, and he moved, he jumped back up there pretty quickly. So, um, you know, anything can happen. And, and if something happens where, you know, the top few guys get, you know, have problems taken out or what have you, then, and Jimmy does well or wins, then it, you know, it changes the game again. So, um, this thing's just kind of uh, ebbing and flowing. I think, I think what you'll see is somebody will probably, uh, take themselves out of it as a championship mm-hmm. of one or two guys and that something will happen to them and then, or, or what have you. And after Talladega, they'll be, they'll be so far behind that, uh, that their chance will be all but over. Well, fans, you can still drive up to the track. Two-day passes for $45 in the Allison Grandstands. Kids are free, 12 and under, free camping. I think Talladega has done everything they can to try to get you to the track. Is there anyone after practice? I see uh, after the first practice session, Greg Biffle was on top, Carl Edwards, Mark Martin third, Jeff Gordon. Obviously, these are all packed cars. You know, these guys are doing it with uh, two cars, not one. Do you see any team that really stands out? And it's hard to say for Talladega. Uh, you know, you're just kind of have to see what happens. I mean, certainly, Roush cars have been strong here. Uh, you know, have been strong the last few weeks, and obviously at the top of the board. But it's just, you know, it's just going to depend on the, the situation, the circumstances, and things like that. And, uh, I, and you know, the one interesting thing is that Tony Stewart's looking for a partner. In the mm-hmm. past, he's run with David Gilland, and uh, since his teammate Ryan Newman runs with Denny Hamlin. Uh, Stewart was saying yesterday that uh, he had not had the chance to run with Gilland, uh, and he said it was his understanding that uh, the Ford guys wanted you know, their cars to run together as opposed to running with somebody else. So oh. Stewart spent the first practice session uh, drafting with Bobby Labonte, and in the second practice session drafting with uh, Landon Castle. So hmm. um, I'll have to see who uh, Tony's uh, partner becomes uh, on Sunday. Well, I know you're just getting to the track. We're wrapping up the show, and you always do such a great job from the Twitter to keeping everyone updated. So real quick, Dustin, can you tell us how we can keep up to date with what you're doing at the track? Yeah, on Twitter, it's uh, just at Dustin Long, D-U-S-T-I-N-L-O-N-G, all one word. And uh, you can find the blog at uh, pilotonline.com or hamptonroads.com. And, 
Uh, I'm on Google Plus, Facebook, LinkedIn. I'm, I'm out there somewhere on the, the <laughs> wide, wide world of the Internet. Well, Dustin, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. We really appreciate you coming on board and giving us your insight with all the expertise that you have in this field. And how many years you've been covering NASCAR? 13th season. Wow. Lucky 13. Lucky 13. I like that. Well, we, we, we really appreciate you willing to come in on the mornings and help with the show. And uh, just uh, have fun and uh, enjoy the race. And we appreciate it again, my friend. All right. Uh, yeah, if you get here to the track, it's a little smoky right now from all the firewood uh, this morning. <laughs> and you can certainly smell it. And uh, it's quite a sight here at the track with, uh, with all the campers and uh, everybody getting ready for another big day. That's what it's all about. Dustin Long again with SI.com. We appreciate him so much for coming on board. And that's going to do the show this time around. Thank you to Mobile International Speedway at Seafood Shed. Grant, uh, Grant Lynch, also Rick Crawford, TW, and, of course, Dustin Long. Ain't nothing better than racing on the weekend. God bless you. I love you all. We'll see you next weekend.